0: this is Kenneth Anderson's podcast, and it's the 17th of November 2021, the time is 19.31, and it is Wednesday. Now of course you have to excuse me, because a couple of minutes from now, to be exactly a quarter past uh, 20, I have to get up stop the video and get up and I have to pick up my niece and nephew uh, so that I can bring them back to their place. Uh, so if it's going to be interrupted by a phone call you have to excuse this of course. So on, so on with the program. You could see this uh, picture that I have uh, besides me. It was of course uh, taken uh, a couple of months ago when the weather was good, when the weather was fine. And of course, looking at this picture, what does, what does it really bring to mind? Does it really bring peace of mind? Does it really pay, pay, bring tranquility and um, a sense of calmness over us? because when we walk in mother nature and when we really stand and really absorb it we can as humans get a sense or a feeling of comfort of basically coming home and what i mean by that is if you have not experienced uh, this uh, it's very difficult for me to explain this feeling But the the feeling or the sensation of togetherness and love and kindness, it's very difficult to experience, especially when you look in Mother Nature, if you have not experienced love and kindness at all in your life. But I believe that most of us have, so how can I say that this picture also brings this to mind? Well, because it is the creation. It's the Creator showing us His creation. He is basically showing us the work that He has been making for many, many, many thousands of years. And He is also showing us the love and kindness that He provides us with. And of course, it is only when we step out of the screen, step out of the matrix, step out of our comfort zone, that we, as humans, can interact with the Creator. And it's only when we are in Mother Nature and when we truly meditate on just being humans, not thinking about what we should do tomorrow or thinking about the past, not worrying about what is going to happen in the world, but simply just being at one with nature, being at one with the creation. Because the creation provides us with something that we cannot buy for money. We cannot um, experience it when we watch the dead object that is our screen. We cannot experience it when we interact with other human beings on the screen or not even interact with them but simply just uh, absorb what they have to say. Of course I know that the mainstream media is not telling the truth at all. Not a lot of people know this because many people are not immersed in the news, are not aware of the dangers that they are under when they expose themselves to news that they almost instantaneously think that they are the truth and the whole truth. And of course, a lot of people simply just not do not really try to think very carefully about uh, their exposure to the news and the effect that it has on them because they, a lot of people live very busy lives, They have a very busy schedule and they do not have really time to investigate what they are being served at the screen. And that's why I try to warn not only myself but also you out there, stop and really think very carefully about the exposure that you, you and your family and close friends are exposing yourself to. When you, in your busy schedule, uh, just glance casually over the news and not really think very carefully about it. Because then you might have a reaction just based on a couple of seconds of exposure to the news. You have not really thought very carefully about the fear-mongering that is going on and how it affects you and your family and your loved ones. So uh, basically walking in Mother Nature, interacting with Mother Nature, being submerged into the creation or the Creator, Creator's uh, beautiful things that He has made for us, I believe that is what we should occupy our mind with that we should really think very carefully about the highly intelligent creature who has built this world for us. Because we are floating around on a planet, herveting through space at a great speed, and we can enjoy the food of the land, we can enjoy each other, we can enjoy each other's company, especially when it is around positive human beings that uh, speak very positively about themselves and others, meaning that you do not always only focus on the negative things that happen in our lives. Because that is a very easy pitfall to fall into, Uh, talking about bad things that happen in your life or bad things that happens in the news or bad things that happen in society. We are very focused as human beings on the negative and it should not wonder or we should not really wonder uh, why we tend to always think negatively about ourselves and others, always have negative set of mindset, that leaves us feeling perhaps sad and lonely, but also feeling that we do not really want to express ourselves fully, we do not really want to give other human beings our 100% honesty deep inside ourselves, because we are afraid to be rejected. We are afraid that other people are not going to um, give us what we want, which is love and kindness in return for us showing love and kindness. So we tend to bottle it up inside. We tend to, as humans, to basically lock ourselves away from ourself, our true being, which is love and kindness. And if we really think about it, we know that if you, as I explained in the Danish podcast and also the English one, if you as a person meet a little kitten or a little dog, a puppy, then you are instantaneously switched over in your mind to something like cuteness and cuddliness, and it's basically your mind saying that this little creature is uh, almost pure loving-kindness. And, and that is why you can interact with it like most people do, by actually showing loving-kindness to this little animal. And this mm, we have very difficulty doing when we meet other human beings. I'm not saying that we should act (laughs) exactly the same, but perhaps we have tendencies in us where we shut our humanity and emotions off. We do not really want to get to know other human beings at a closer and deeper level because we do not really trust them. We do not really trust that they are going to receive our loving-kindness in a way that we want them to receive them. And when we actually try and do this, it's very courageous of us, of course, when we try and show love and kindness and we do not receive it, we receive resentment, we receive ridicule, we receive bad human personality traits. Well, we tend to shut ourselves off or we close this door immediately because we as humans do not allow ourselves or it's not very pleasant when we get hurt and when we get saddened inside. So that's the main reason why we are lacking love and kindness in our lives. We do not allow it to enter our life and we most certainly do not uh, allow it to be shown in our life, meaning that we do not show it at all because we are afraid of the rejection. And of course, it's very, a very odd thing indeed, but I believe it comes from our... Uh, surroundings, of course. It comes from our upbringing, but it also comes from uh, people who perhaps are uh, the people who have power over us. Now, I'm not talking about the politicians, but I'm talking about the people who own the television, the people who own what information that you are allowed to get uh, basically who controls your television or your smartphone basically controls the information that you are receiving and basically at the end control you and your emotions. So start to become analytical. Start to be aware of the things that you occupy your mind with. Ask yourself is this really something to do with positive human behavior or emotions or has it something to do with negative human emotions? And be very selective about it. Be very firm about it and say no to it. Say no when you experience bad human behaviors on the screen where they talk badly about other human beings, they talk down to them, they ridicule them, they fee- They make them feel sad and lonely. That is not something that I will suggest you occupy your mind with, that you participate in. Because once you say no to it, you alleviate some of the stress and strain that you uh, may feel inside. And this release of stress or release of... It's basically like A giant weight has been lifted over your shoulder or off your shoulder, of course. And this relief means that you are becoming a more humane human. You are going to come in contact with your deepest inner core, which is love and kindness. And this is and can be uh, very troublesome and worrying because... You and I have never experienced it before. We have never really tried to submerge ourselves into feelings of love and kindness, being there for others, thinking positively about ourselves and positively about others, showing other human beings love and kindness and affection, and really thinking about them as you think about yourself in a positive way. So molding your mind in this direction, well, a lot of people have tried this. You could say that the Buddhist societies around the world has really tried through meditation to show uh, not only themselves, but also others loving kindness and close attention to the human that they are inside. So if we stay close or pay close attention to who we are as humans deep inside, we can actually mold ourselves in the direction that we want and not what the world wants, not what any other want. Because we as humans, we tend to be drawn to the negative things, and this is very strange, but it has something to do with our upbringing. It has something to do with what every other human being around us does. If they do it, well, it means that, or we think it means that, it is okay for us to do it also. So violent video games, violent movies, movies who portray people's bad behaviors are something that you can allow yourself to be entertained by. Also the social media, Facebook, that is especially there to anger people and also Instagram that is there to make people suicidal, and also the mainstream media that constantly tells you lies about what you now need to be afraid of and the solutions to your fears, this is part of the garbage can that I uh, am not rummaging through anymore. I resent it. I feel disgusted by it. And by doing so, you are actually drawing yourself closer to the Creator. And the Creator uh, sees this. He knows every human being on the planet. He knows who has been good or who has been bad, so to speak. He says it in his own words. um, Every human being on the planet, their thoughts were evil all day long. That was before... Uh, Noah's days and before the Great Flood. And that was because human beings didn't think that their thoughts were evil. But according to the Creator, who knows us best, He knows how to create a perfect human being that can last forever, that can live forever. But we have to take into consideration that we also can be drawn in a vastly different direction than the Creator wants us to do. And by being aware of this, by being aware of the great manipulator, the greatest manipulator of them all, the greatest liar of them all, the greatest deceiver of them all, the invisible force that basically surrounds the entire earth, being aware of this power that draws us in can actually allow us to draw us out of His grip and into the arms of the Creator. And the Creator, He has basically shown us the way. He has, with His Son, Jesus Christ, shown us that if we just show ourselves as the merciful Samaritan, If we just simply immerse ourselves in the story, basically allow our personality to be molded by the Merciful Samaritan, we can in fact start to show love and kindness in a way that we did not really think possible before. And it has something to do with our inner strength, who we truly are when we look deep inside ourselves. And that's why I'll also recommend you start meditating, as I do, at least a half an hour to an hour every day. Because that is basically your time off. Your time off from uh, expectations, but also from what affects you in the world. Because you could say, if I do not allow myself to be affected, I do not allow anything to enter my mind that I have not said yes to, then you start molding your whole being as human. So how come I can only say this now and I could not say this seven or eight years ago? Well, the reason why is I also am trying to grow As a human, I also try as good as I can to really think very carefully about my inner thoughts and how they affect me and how they affect my impact in the world. Because I want my impact to be a positive one. I want other people to like me. I want other people to basically share in their life stories with me so that I can also be uplifted by them. And the only way that they are going to do this is if they trust me. If they truly think that they have met a true human being that is not deceitful, that is not there to get a number over on them and not backtalk them. So it has to be said that it's very... Easy for human beings to talk badly about others behind their back. And this is something that I know for myself I need to really fight very hard against in my deepest inner core. I have to mold my mind in a way that is not to talk ill or badly about other human beings because I know that the Creator sees and hears everything I do. And he wants to say to his opponent, look at this human. He is really trying the best he can in the world that you have created, in the garbage can that you have created for humans. He is actually trying to get away from it. He is actually trying as good as he can to mold his mind his whole being as a human into a more positive one, into a more loving and caring one, into a person who truly cares about other human beings. So this loving and caring and kindness, you could say, well, that's a bunch of bologna, bologna, horse baloney. it's a bunch of nonsense because the world is a tough place. You have, to, you have to be tough in your, your language, in your approach to other human beings. Otherwise, you're not going to get ahead. You're not going to strive in life. You're not going to get the money and the girl and the power and the prestige. But you could also argue that these things are not worth your time because it has not anything to do with love and kindness. And when you first experience a close relationship with the Creator of the world, of the universe, you really do not want to go back. You really do not want to occupy your mind with something that the world sees as good and wholesome and decent, because you know deep inside that it is really not not something that can uplift you, not something that can uh, perhaps make you feel good and beautiful inside. Because if you do not feel good and beautiful and wholesome inside, if you do not feel yourself as a as a, a positive, honest human being, well, then it reflects the way you interact with other human beings. And this is the great conundrum! It's the greatest um, mystery of humans. How come we cannot show each other total love and kindness without any bad thoughts in our mind? Anything that could hinder us to show this? Well, it's something that lies deep with us. Yes, we are sinful because we have inherited the sin from our forefathers especially the first two, one, two ones so so and adam and eve of course so <clears throat> we have inherited a flaw in us as humans that draws us away from showing love and kindness like exactly like a magnet and you could say that it's because we are used to it as humans. We are used to uh, occupying our mind with things that we do not really think about as negatively. Uh, We do not use negative terms when we talk about computer games and talk about violent movies where people are torturing each other. Actually, perhaps we have, as the Bible says, Um, We have basically tried to call evil good and good evil. We have basically made a total switch around in our mind, thinking that nobody really cares, uh, or I do not really care when I see things that are violent. I do not really get affected by it at all. But that is to fool yourself. That is basically to say to yourself that you are not affected in any way but something that should be upsetting to you. Because looking at people, even in movies, being tortured and killed should really turn our stomach, shouldn't it? Shouldn't it really make us feel sick and disgusted? So how come we have allowed um, the deceiver to deceive us like this? Well, it's basically very simple. Because deep down inside our core, we are not loved as humans. We do not feel love and we do not receive love from others. So we have tried as good as we can to basically repay, replace positive human emotions with negative human emotions. It makes us feel something. Of course it's bad, but we have, actually, we have actually fooled our mind into saying that it is a feeling inside and we have actually called it a good one because it, at least it makes us feel something. But the problem is, the Creator knows this. The Creator does not allow Himself to be deceived by us, by our mind, saying that it is something that we can allow ourselves to be entertained by. That's why I believe that if you start meditating and start occupying your mind with other human beings who also have a positive mind, who also have some positive things to say uh, to each other, it creates a positive atmosphere in you. It creates positivity around you. It creates a loving and kind and caring atmosphere. And this loving and caring and kind atmosphere should actually not only make me feel good inside, but also the people around me, the people who also want to get to know me. So you have to realize that it is up to us, of course. And of course, the way I'm talking in this podcast, I'm basically not talking like this when I meet other human beings, meaning that I know that I'm going to be cast out in society if I talk like this, if I talk in a loving and caring and kind way. (laughs) Basically, people do not really understand this because it is something that they have never experienced before, so they basically shun me out of society. So that's why I'm not... I'm basically uh, going along to get along. Of course, not meaning that if they want to... uh, uh, make me uh, watch uh, violent video games and violent movies. I'm not going to do that, of course. But what I'm saying is that I have a tendency also in me to also uh, talk the way other human beings talk or basically to allow myself to be likable. I turn it down a notch, you could say. So, of course, this podcast is all about me sharing my deepest inner thoughts, who I truly am as a human and who I truly want to be as a human. So that's why I am going to get very close, not only to myself, but also to you out there who are listening. Because you also know deep down inside that what I'm saying is the truth. What I'm saying is, or what I'm trying to explain is, Something profoundly in us humans that is, of course, very difficult to put your hands on or try to explain it in a way that allow other human beings to truly understand me. That's why I'm constantly making these podcasts, because I know that one day I'm going to get it 100%. that that I'm going to express myself 100% with 100% honesty and when that day happens I want to be there so of course and I hope you will join me that is why I constantly try as good as I can to steer me in the right direction at least try and steer me in the right direction so that I one day can Basically, walk on my own, you could say. Um, basically, only have beautiful and uplifting thoughts and feelings towards myself and towards other human beings. Being totally honest with you, but also totally um, having these negative human feelings just simply vanish before my eyes so that I do not have them anymore. That is the goal, of course, to be a perfect human being, truly showing deep love and kindness, everlasting love and kindness without any negative human emotions at all. That is very difficult, of course. That is really um, something that can be very difficult to obtain in this life, of course, and I know that when I try to explain this in my podcast, I even have a difficult time explaining it to myself or trying to get me to truly think very carefully about what i need to do in my own mind how i need to mold myself so that i can get even closer to a perfect human being mind which is total love and kindness absolute love and kindness as the creator of the universe i co- of course i know i i'm not going to obtain this right here right now but I know if I keep on going this way I know that I am eventually going to get to my destination and the destination is of course that when I die and I get a resurrection as you also do out there I hope that the Creator will meet me with open arms that he's not going to say to me, well, you did not really act the part. Yes, you said a lot of horse baloney on your podcast, but you did not really live like a human being that truly showed love and kindness to other human beings. That's why it's important for me to also show true love and kindness when I meet other human beings. And this is very difficult, of course, because of the resentment, or you could call it resentment for other human beings, but there is a barrier there <clears throat> that I need to cross, that I need to get rid of. And I'm still working on it, of course. I'm still molding my mind in the direction that I think the Creator will appreciate. And of course, I also hope that you do the same. I also hope that you as a human know that we have great potential in us. We have the opportunities right before our very eyes to basically say no to all the garbage from the garbage can, all the negative human emotions, and say yes to positive human emotions instead. But it is up to us, of course. And of course, you could say, well, are you here to guide us? Yes and no, because it is also a journey for me. I'm not going to <laughs> say that I am perfect, uh, far from it. I also make mistakes. I also may hurt people or talk carelessly and not think what I'm saying, <laughs> so I perhaps come across as someone who are not loving kindness. And this I regret, of course, and I try to change this in my mind. So very importantly for me, that I really am not only aware of my human tendencies, that I'm not only aware of the magnet that is pulling me in a direction that I need to resist. And of course, I hope you do the same. I hope that you also realize that there is a negative force in the world uh, taking you in a wrong direction or pulling you in a wrong direction, and you need to resist this. It's much more easy for us humans to just simply let go, simply just be drawn uh, to this deceiver of the world, and eventually we are basically going to say, well, it does not really matter at all what I put through my eyes and ears. It does not really matter who I am anymore. And that is very sad because I know you as a human have great potential. I know that you as a human can receive your greatest potential at in the universe when you step away from what affects you in a negative way. But it's up to you to analyze yourself, analyze what you put through your eyes and ears, and truly say to yourself, is this something wholesome and uplifting for me? Is this something that makes me truly happy and filled with loving-kindness? If it is not, then just toss it away, push it away from you and say no to it. That is also... One of the greatest things that I can teach you in this life is to learn to say no to things that affect you in a negative way. And of course, it can be it can be very difficult, as I've been explaining many times before, because we humans, we, we tend to go along, to get along, to, to say, um to ourselves it's go it's going to be okay it's going to be fine just simply allow these people uh, to take over my decision making but allowing other people to take over your decision making well it's not really <clears throat> it's not really molding you in the direction that you want but only molding the direction that other people want especially from the dead object, from the screen. So coming to terms with the fact that we human beings, we have a tendency to be drawn to something that is not wholesome and decent for us. But we fool ourselves into believing that it is. So we are fooling ourselves to believing that we as humans basically we do not really have anything to account for. We do not really have anything that accounts for our humanity, or our lack of humanity, you could say. So when you know that the Creator is here, He is right before our very hands, He is very close to us, we can simply just close our eyes and pray in the name of Jehovah God, and close our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ and he will listen to us. He will be there for us because he knows that here is a human being that is trying to reach me. Here is a human being that is trying to get away from all the negative, bad human personality traits and onto a more positive personality trait. And this is something that he can approve of. He only likes people who show love and kindness, who have a mildness at heart, who can show mercy uh, to other human beings, can show human positive emotions, and not only show it, but allow it to become part of your inner being. So when we mold ourselves as humans, we need to know that we can mold ourselves in the direction that the magnet is pulling us in, or we can resist and say no to it. And when we do, I will guarantee you that it's going to be uplifting for you. You're going to be filled with good, positive thoughts about yourself and others, you're going to allow, basically, positivity to enter your life. But it's only when you take your dignity and humanity back to yourself and say to yourself, I'm not going to allow other human beings uh, to mold me or to pull me in the wrong direction. It's very easy to say this out loud, But it's also very difficult to actually live this out into the real world. Why? Well, because we feel that if a person does not have the same opinion than we have, we feel a resentment for him or her. Or we feel like there is some, you know, when you put uh, the magnets uh, Uh, basically two north poles, it uh, resist each other. So you feel this resistance of opinion. And this is actually not bad for us humans. It's actually good because then we can discuss our difference of opinions and perhaps we can draw closer to each other when we reverse the poles. And of course it should only be the positive human emotion that wins. So that it is the positive human emotion's love and kindness that basically draws away all the evil bad crap that we human beings we have allowed to enter our life, and not the other way around. So, so, of course, I'm not going to try to go into more details about this other than just to say, we human beings, we have great potential in life. We can reach the stars, you could say. We could also reach a more humane, kind humanity. A decent humanity that shows love and kindness to each other. But it is up to us to do this. It is up to us to say no to the garbage can, no to what we occupy our mind with from the screen, no to anything that has a negative human emotional impact on us. And when we do this, I will guarantee that it is going to be a bright future for everyone. So you could ask my you could ask me well how do i know that the creator is here well very basic simply asking if you cannot see him in the creation if this beautiful creation of his is not suffi- sufficient for you i could put it like this we are currently 7.8 billion humans on the planet and we all come from the same place we come from an egg and a sperm cell which comes from in a sperm cell, which comes from in a sperm cell, and so forth and so on. That means that we come from something that you could place in the head of a top of a needle. But you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle. That's our father and mother. But you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle. That's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. I see that as pretty intelligent, maid Therefore, there have to be an intelligent Creator behind it all. I know His name is Jehovah God, the Almighty One. I know that you can, you can just speak to Him and He will listen to you. But you will say, well, of course, now I'm experiencing some nightmares when I fall asleep. Now I experience some bad things that visit me at night. Yes, that is true, because you have to remember that God also have a great opponent, a deceiver, a liar and he or his entire power lies over the world. So in order for you to get rid of him or stay clear of him, you need to pick up the battle. And this can be hard, it can take a long time before you win this battle. But I will guarantee you that if you keep on praying to Jehovah God in the name of Jesus Christ, he eventually is going to leave you. He is eventually going to leave you alone because he knows what awaits him. So I'm going to take a little break now because I'm going to pick up my niece and and nephew. So I'm going to return in the last quarter or so and try to explain it more profoundly, more um, deeply, so that you can understand and get a more clear understanding of what is the essence of us humans. How does the Creator want us to behave um, when we interact with other human beings? So, you have to excuse me, I'm going to be right back. Yes, and I'm back again. And in uh, closing, I would like to read something out loud. I would like to read something from an old book you may be familiar with. And of course, it is the, the book called The Bible, and especially the pages where Jesus Christ is telling us something that we need to place close attention to in order for us to truly live the way his father wanted us to live the Jehovah God of course and I'm going to read it out loud and I'm not going to interpret it at all I'm simply just going to allow it to I hope sink into your mind and maybe even also into my mind so that we both can be affected by it in a positive way. So let's read out loud here from the Matthew chapter number five. Happy are those conscious of their spiritual needs, since the kingdom of the heavens belongs to them. Happy are those who mourn, since they will be comforted. Happy are the mild-tempered, since they will inherit the earth. Happy are those hungering and thirsting for righteousness, since they will be filled. Happy are the merciful, since they will be shown mercy. Happy are the pure in heart, since they will see God. Happy are the peacemakers, since they will be called sons of God. Happy are those who have been persecuted for righteousness' sake, since the kingdoms of the heavens belong to them. Happy are you, when... People reproach you, and persecute you, and lyingly say everything or every sort of wicked thing against you for my sake. Rejoice and be overjoyed, since your reward is great in the heavens, for in that way they persecuted the prophets prior to you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its strength, how will its saltness be restored? It is no longer usable for anything except to be thrown outside to be trampled on by men you are the light of the world a city cannot be hid when located on a mountain people light a lamp and set it not under a basket but under the lampstand and it shines on all those in the house Likewise, let your light shine before men, so that they may see your fine works and give glory to your Father who is in the heavens. Do not think I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I came not to destroy, but to fulfill. Truly I I say to you, that sooner would heaven and earth pass away than for one stroke of a letter to pass away from the law until all things take place. Whoever therefore breaks one of these least commandments and teaches others to do so, will be called least in relations to the kingdom of the heavens. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in relations to the kingdom of the heavens. For I say to you that if your righteousness does not surpass that of the scripted and the Pharisees, you will by no means enter into the kingdoms of the heavens. You heard that it was said to those of ancient times: you must not murder, but whoever commits a murder will be accountable for the court of the justice. However, I say to you that every one who continues wrathfully with his brother will be accountable to the court of justice, and whoever addresses his brother with an unspeakable word of contempt will be excultable uh, ex accountable to the Supreme Court, whereas whoever says, you despicable fool, will be liable to the fiery Gehenna. If then you are bringing your gift to the altar, and there you remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar and go away. First make your peace with your brother, and then come back and offer your gift. "'Be quick to sell matters with your legal opponent "'while you are with him on the way there, "'so that somehow the opponent may not turn you over to the judge "'and the judge to the court attendant, "'and you get thrown into prison. "'I say to you, for a fact, "'you will certainly not come out of there "'until you have paid over your last small coin. "'You heard that it was said, "'you must not commit adultery,' But I say to you that everyone who keeps on looking at a woman so as to have a passion for her has already committed adultery with her in her heart, or in his heart, sorry. If now your right eye is making you stumble, tear it out and throw it away from you, for it is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to be pitched into Gehenna. Also, if your right hand is making you stumble, cut it off and throw it away from you, for it is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to land in Gehenna. Moreover, it was said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. However, I say to you that everyone divorcing his wife, except on account of sexual immorality, makes her a subject for adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again you heard that it was said to those of ancient times, you must not swear without performing, but you must pay your vows to Jehovah. However, I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heavens, for it is God's throne, nor by earth, for it is the footstool of his feet, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, since you cannot turn one hair white or black, Just let your word, yes, mean yes, your no, no, for what goes beyond these is from the wicked one. You heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. However, I say to you, do not resist the one who is wicked, but whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other also to him. And if a person wants to take you to court and get uh, possession of your inner garment, let him also have your outer garment. And if you, and if someone in authority compels you into service for a mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one asking you. And do not turn away from one the one who wants to borrow from you. You heard that it was said, You must love your neighbor and hate your enemy. However, I say to you, Continue to love your enemies and to pray for those who persecute you, so that you may prove yourself sons of your Father, who is in the heavens, since he makes his sun rise on both the wicked and the good and makes it rain on both the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those loving you, what reward do you have? Are not also the tax collectors doing the same thing? And if you greet your brothers only, what extraordinary thing are you doing? Are you not also the people of the nations doing the same thing? You must accordingly be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Take care not to practice your righteousness in front of men to be noticed by them. Otherwise you will have no reward with your Father who is in the heavens, So when you make gifts of mercy, do not blow a trumpet ahead of you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be glorified by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when making gifts of mercy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your gifts of mercy may be in secret. Then your Father who looks on in secret will repay you. Also, when you pray, do not act like the hypocrites, for they like to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the main streets to be seen by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your private room, and after shutting your door, pray to your father who is in secret. Then your father who looks on in secret will repay you. When praying, do not say the same thing over and over again as the people of the nations do, for they imagine they will get a hearing for their use of many words. So do not be like them, for your father knows what you need even before you ask him. You must pray then this way. Our Father in the heavens, let your name be sanctified. Let your kingdom come. Let your will take place as in heavens also on earth, Give us today our bread for this day, and forgive us our debt, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the wicked one. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Whereas if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. When you fast, stop uh, becoming sad-faced like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so they may appear to men to be fasting. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when fasting, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that you may not appear to be fasting to men, but only to your father who is in secret. When your father who looks on in secret will Then your father who looks on in secret will repay you. Stop storing up for yourself treasures on the earth where moth and rust consumes and where thieves break in and steal. Rather store up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasures is, there your heart will be also. The lamp of the body is the eye. If then your eye is uh, f- is focused, your whole body will be ar- will be bright. But if your eye is envious, your whole body will be dark. If the light that is in you is really darkness, how great that darkness is. No one can slave for two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or he will stick to the one and despise the other. You cannot slave for God and for riches. On this account I say to you, stop being anxious about your lives as to what you will eat, or what you will drink, or about your bodies as to what you will wear. Does not life mean more than food and the body than clothing? Observe intensely the birds of heavens. They do not sow seeds or reap or gather into storage houses, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth more than they are? Who of you, by being anxious, can add one cubic to his lifespan? Also, who are you anxious about clothing? Or sorry, why are you anxious about clothing? Take a lesson from the lilies of the field how they grow they do not toil nor do they spin but i tell you that not even solomon in all his glory was arrayed as one of these now if this is how god clothes the vegetations of the field that is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven will he not much rather close you to with little faith so never be anxious and say What are we to eat, or what are we to drink, or what are we to wear? For all these are the things the nations are eagerly pursuing. Your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Keep on then seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added to you. So never be anxious about the next day, for the next day will have its own anxiousness. Each day has enough of its own troubles. Stop judging, that you may not be judged, for with the judgment you are judging, you will be judged, and with the measure that you are measuring out, they will measure out to you. Why then do you look at the straw in your brother's eye, but do not notice the rafter in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, Allow me to remove the straw from your eye, when, look, a rafter is in your own eye. Hypocrite, first remove the rafter from your own eye, and then you will see clearly how to remove the straw from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to dogs, nor throw your pebbles before swine, so that they may never trample them under their feet and turn around and rip you open. Keep on asking, and it will be given you. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and it will be opened to you. For everyone asking receives, and everyone seeking finds, and to everyone knocking it will be opened. Indeed, which one of you, if his son asks for bread, will hand him a stone? Nor, if he asks for a fish, he will not hand him a serpent, will he? Therefore, if you, although being wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more so will your Father, who is in the heavens, give good things to those asking him? All things, therefore, that you want men to do to you, you also must do to them. This is, in fact, what the law and the prophet means. Go in through the narrow gate. Because broad is the gate and spacious is the road leading off into destruction, and many are going in through it, whereas narrow is the gate and cramped the road leading off into life, and few are finding it. Be on the watch for the false prophet who come to you in sheep's covering, but inside they are ravaging bulls. By their fruits you will recognize them. Never do people gather grapes from thorns or figs from thistles, do they? Likewise, every good tree produces fine fruit, but every rotten tree produces worthless fruit. A good tree cannot bear worthless fruit, nor can a rotten tree produce fine fruit. Every tree not producing fine fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Really then, by their fruits, you will recognize those men." Not everyone saying to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of the heavens, but only the ones doing the will of my Father who is in the heavens will. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and expel demons in your name and perform many powerful works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Get away from me, you workers of lawlessness." therefore every one who hears these sayings of mine and does them will be like a discreet man who builds his house on the rock and the rain poured down and the flood came and the wind blew and lashed against that house but it did not cave in for it had been founded on the rock Furthermore, everyone hearing these sayings of mine and not doing them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain poured down and the flood came and the wind blew and struck against that house and it caved in and its collapse was great. So, this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. It's the 17th of November 2021, the time is 21.15 and it is Wednesday. Bye.